Sports Talk 1041. Hey, everybody. Good Friday morning. My name is Nick Reed, and it is the Friday Road Show. Here is Scramblers doing the show live. Love for you to just come out and join us. Nice, quiet morning. Nice, relaxed. Have some food. Have some coffee as, as we spend three hours hopefully providing you with something worth listening to. If not, change it. Turn it off. Whatever. It's on us. If you do that, that is on us. want to remind you, we do have Santa's Angels. This is the last weekend for shopping for the kids. Uh, yesterday, we talked about the number of kids that were still on the four trees and the need to get those. Our, our, our goal is that all of those kids, when we contact the four locations, that they'll tell us, oh, yeah, all the kids have been adopted. Um, and that way we know that part is taken care of next week being the week that all that has to be in, all those gifts, the presents. And that is on the 13th, which is Wednesday. Is that right? Yeah, so Wednesday. So if... Uh, uh, you, I know you think, ah, do I want to drive all the way over to that location or that location? If you go to KSGF.com, Santa's Angels, you will see the four locations. We've got Anchor Tactical Supply, Crown Power and Sport, uh, A1 Custom Car Care, and uh, Green County Freight on Kearney. So the location info, but contact info as well. So you can just call them up and say, hey, I was calling to see if you had any kids left on the Santa's Angels tree. And they'll let you know. That way you're not driving all over looking for one. Because hopefully at least some of them have already been um, cleaned out of kids that need to be adopted. So we ask that you do help us out on that. And at KSGF.com, all things Christmas, what to do this weekend? Want to get in the mood with the festivities? It's unseasonably warm. Want it to feel like Christmas. Well, we've got the all things Christmas listing of different festivities, parades, and so forth. Uh, that uh, is at KSGF.com again. That sponsored by Crown Power and Equipment. Uh, I think I said Crown Power and Sport earlier. Crown Power and Equipment uh, at KSGF.com. Well, one of the big announcements that all this stuff plays out so predictably, an indictment against Hunter Biden. Already, some Democrats are saying, see, this proves that the system is fair. This proves that special counsel Weiss is not corrupt and on the take and not trying to protect the Bidens. If he was trying to protect the Bidens... He would never indict Hunter Biden. Mm, Really? In fact, is this not the best way if one wanted to protect Hunter Biden to go about it? Because guess what else was just recently announced? Congress is going to subpoena Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden not wanting to be grilled or questioned by actual attorneys and so he made that public offer let it leak out that oh i'm going to speak publicly on this thing to which johnson the republicans they were like "Mm, no i don't think so we talked with congressman burleson earlier this week about some of the differences um one whenever it is quote behind closed doors i mean all of that information does come out so it's not secret but there are attorneys that ask the question and they're not limited on time as opposed to what we see out in the public where you have politicians that are asking questions and they're limited to about five minutes and you have the democrats you know that ask questions about donald trump jr and you know things that are totally irrelevant and they are essentially running defense for the Biden corruption machine. 
and it became pretty clear that the attempt to evade providing depositions, testimony with attorneys was was failing, that, that Hunter was not going to be able to avoid that, all of a sudden this announcement's made. Well, guess what? That's going to make it potentially easier for Hunter Biden to do, not testify before Congress or plead the fifth or just so this is in many ways going to be advantageous for Joe Biden and advantageous for Hunter Biden and advantageous for all of that corruption. Now, there are a couple of other components to this as well that we will be sharing. Also, CNN has announced that it's potentially going to hold two Republican primary debates. This should come as no surprise. (laughs) I can break that down for you, too. There's a lot of insight coming at you this morning. On a Friday from Scramblers, now the latest news update. From Keller 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. A 17-year-old girl was killed and two others are in the hospital after a three-vehicle crash yesterday afternoon on Highway 266. That's about two and a half miles west of I-44. An SUV was pulling out of Dollar General and hit a school bus traveling west, which had no students on board. The bus then collided with a pickup truck carrying the teenager who was killed after hitting a power pole. The driver of the SUV also has serious injuries. In Springfield, juvenile crime is on the rise. In the last six weeks, teenagers have been arrested in two homicides, in a shooting in the mall parking lot, and for bringing a loaded gun to school. Most recently, five juveniles were linked to a series of burglaries and vandalisms at Eagle Stop on North Grant, and they're all facing charges. In 2023, juvenile crime has surpassed last year's numbers. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy, slight chance of afternoon showers, high of 61. Rain likely tonight down to 42, partly sunny, 51 tomorrow and sunshine with a high of 42 on Sunday. CNN sets up two GOP debates in January not sanctioned by the RNC, announcing yesterday it's going to host. A pair of Republican presidential debates in January, ahead of the Iowa caucus in the New Hampshire primary. This is not sanctioned by the RNC, but frankly, who cares? Now, out of the gate, there are some obvious reasons that this is occurring. One of the reasons is because of what we have seen on on full display and it, let me tell you their their perception is this is harmful to the republicans the more of these debates that occur the more harmful it is because they see the name calling they see the they see chris christie up there ripping on donald trump they see uh, vivek ramaswamy uh, coming off uh, to increasing number of Americans as this little annoying pipsqueak. They see him ripping on Nikki Haley. They, they you know, they, 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 in their minds, this is all, the, every one of these debates is bad for the Republicans. It's the same sort of, if you can recall back to the Democrat primaries, pleasure that you may have experienced watching them all rip on each other, right? Because you're thinking, look at these idiots on full. I love this. Let's see more of this. In fact, just a couple of years ago, 
three, I suppose it was at this point, while uh, this this these the Democrats were all trying to get the nomination, and you got all of them accusing Joe Biden of being this racist. Kamala Harris talking about, I was one of those kids on a school bus that you didn't want to go to white schools, and and you're a racist. And I, and 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 I I I said, enjoy these moments because they only come about every so often at the most about every four years where you see the democrats turn on one one another and they accuse each other of what they're usually accusing republicans of and the part that's somewhat enjoyable is watching democrats be on the receiving end of it democrats like joe biden who are constantly accusing others of being racist, standing up on a stage and being called racist by other republic or other Democrats. And that same sort of chuckle that you get and enjoyment you get and, and that sense that, ha look, people are, are seeing the absurdity of these folks in the minds of the Democrats running these media outlets like CNN. That's what they're thinking every time they see the Republicans up there fighting and arguing and name calling and ripping on Trump and so forth. And that they're like, we need more of this. This is fantastic. Let's do this again because the American people need to see how volatile the Republican Party is. See, they recognize the imagery problem that Democrats have right now, that there's this sort of chaotic uh, lack of leadership within the Democrat Party, that one of the main selling points, Biden first time around, was stability. Remember that? That's what we need. We needed stability. We needed an adult in the room to get away from the chaos of the Trump years. And that was what many people found was a reason that some Americans voted for Biden instead of Trump just because they thought it would be settled waters. They believed that the, the, the chaotic nature of the Trump years would go away and we would not have to worry about chaos any longer. Well, you know, you got China, you got Afghanistan, you got spy balloons, you got, uh, you know, uh, terrorist attacks in the Middle East, you got Iran closer to nuclear weapons, you got Kim Jong un once again, uh, advancing his nuclear capabilities, you got alliances being formed between China and Iran and North Korea and Russia and Russia and China, uh, we've got, uh, uh, you know, homeless, I mean, you just go down the list of it, every day it's so not to mention inflation, all of these problems. And so there's this recognition, that feeling of, of escape from the chaos that people, many people, you know, voted for Biden in order to achieve, that that doesn't exist any longer. And so what you've got to do is you've got to demonstrate, look, the Republicans are just as chaotic. Look at them fighting at each other. Let's do more of this. Let's have a debate every single day. Here's what I would like to know. Why doesn't CNN hold Democrat primary debates that aren't sanctioned by the DNC? I'm sure Miriam Williamson and Congressman Dean Phillips, who's running for president as a Democrat, particularly given that the DNC has completely canceled the Democrat primary election in Florida. They're just eliminating the choice. You know, they're, you want to talk about disenfranchising voters, canceling elections, which, of course, we're told that Trump would do. If I'm one of these Democrats running now, of course, RFK Jr., he's now running as an independent. But if I'm one of these Democrats, I'd, I'd be saying to CNN, hey, where are debates? 
well, I mean, Biden's clearly going to get it. Well, Trump's clearly going to get a Republican nominee, nomination. Where's our debates? That's what I would be calling for. Live from Scramblers, a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. Everyone comes to car care, all of your car care needs, oil change, transmission fluid, power steering fluid. You know, there are a lot of fluids you don't even think about. Some of you, and don't be embarrassed, some of you may not even know all of the fluids in your vehicles. The days are gone for most of us where you would just work on your car in your driveway. It's virtually impossible to do that, at least with newer vehicles any longer computers that you can drive around is what they have become and so increasingly outside of checking one's oil or changing one's oil maybe your brake pads um you know there's not a tremendous amount one can do on their own not like it was 30 40 years ago just they make it so dadgum difficult to get into the vehicles any longer so as that occurs um we we become less and less knowledgeable about the functionality of vehicles and what makes them run and so there may be fluids in there you don't even know exist (laughs) point being is a1 custom car care you know the routine maintenance schedule is very important the manufacturers actually put them out um and so your vehicle is going to have a different routine maintenance schedule than others and by this i'm not talking about the oil changes but some vehicles at 49,000 miles recommend to have this done and that done and then some at 123,000 miles uh i know for my um i think it was our equinox 70 it was sort of a weird mileage it was like 77,950 miles i don't know why but um there were certain recommendations to be made and i would get that from a1 custom car care and keep that in mind as you take your vehicle and make it last as long as possible that's my recommendation to you that way whenever you you do decide you want a new vehicle it's because you are ready to get one not because you have to hunter biden faces new indictment in california indictment Hunter Biden's failure to pay nearly $200,000 of income tax in the year 2019. Now, David Weiss is the special counsel. Out of the gate, two things here wrong. Some of this is going to be recap, but I'll do it briefly. David Weiss is the same prosecutor who worked out that deal to allow Hunter Biden to escape scot-free. This was the deal, you may recall, that went before the judge, and the judge was seeming... They, they just expected her, it was clear, to be like, uh, all right, defense, uh, do you agree to this deal? Yeah, okay, prosecutors, you're good with it. Yeah, okay. But she looked through it, and she's like, some of this stuff doesn't even make sense. Well, what about this? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know. And, and then she got to the point where she ask is is this ever in the history of prosecutions this sort of deal been offered to somebody that's been prosecuted and the answer was well no so it was rejected which was a rarity but the situation was uh, beyond a rarity special counsels According to the law, shall, not can be, or we kind of suggest, but shall, be from outside of the federal government. 
David Weiss is a federal prosecutor. And, as if that's not enough, he was the one that was responsible for the cover-up deal in the first place. So making him special counsel violates the shall not be or shall be from outside the federal government aspect of the law and, of course, violates conflict of interest. But he was put there anyhow. And this, of course, is the ultimate corruption when everyone sees it's corrupt. They know everyone sees it's corrupt. But they don't care. They do it anyway. And nothing happens. So now this individual's like, uh, oh, yeah, we got some indictments here. And we're supposed to believe that this indictment, I mean, this is the same person who used his prosecutorial power to help Hunter Biden or attempt to help Hunter Biden get away with it. Do we really think that all of a sudden this same individual as the special counsel is going to what, Jekyll and Hyde, all of a sudden he's going to be about law and order? At the same time, I'm sure it could be just another one of those brilliant coincidences that happened to bless the Biden family, and that is the fact that he was subpoenaed to testify regarding corruption, and now this is going to give him the ability to say, I don't think so. So there are benefits all over the place. You have someone who has already demonstrated a special counsel who's bringing these indictments that his number one goal through his action is to protect Hunter Biden. He is a federal prosecutor, which means that he shall not be special counsel, yet he is anyhow. And this helps add a layer of protection to Hunter Biden from testifying to Congress. This is a pretty sweet deal. And from a marketing standpoint, it allows the Democrats to say, see, clearly this is not a corrupt system. Clearly the Justice Department is not working on behalf of Joe Biden, because if they were, if this were, if the, if, if this were a political system, if this were a system that was just out to get Trump and help Joe Biden, they would never indict Hunter Biden. Oh, yes, they would. In fact, they would do it in order to help Biden. So, more marketing, more protection. And it isn't to say that there won't be some sort of potential punishment at play here. But if it's done, it'll most likely be done in the manner that they believe is going to most likely benefit the Democrats, benefit Joe Biden, benefit the ability of the Democrats to continue to control the White House. I suspect... <clears throat> that this will be drawn out past the election with the hopes, of course, that Trump doesn't become president and it allows as best as possible to prevent Hunter Biden testifying before Congress before the election. We'll see. Springfield's Talk 1041 live from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. It's Friday, so in addition to... 
the Friday Road Show here at Scramblers. You will, if you have the KSGF app, get a reminder, get an update, rather, a heads up about the special deal that will be happening at the Area Godfather, the four Area Godfathers. Um, there is the Springfield location, Nixa, Ozark, and Battlefield. The only place that that is announced is with the update on the app whenever or the uh the alert on the app so you see that when you call them whether it's a free delivery or a buy one get one whatever the deal may be special pricing just if that's the deal you want let them know and don't forget they do deliver all four of those locations deliver so getting a little busy around christmas time and families got kids going over here this going over there and so forth sometimes having that godfather's pizza delivered is the easiest thing to do and you can get registered for a pizza party at godfather's at ksgf.com don't download the app got a traffic update now live from scramblers i'm nick reed live from scramblers first alert forecast Brought to you by Wolf Pack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. The uh, first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, mostly cloudy. There is a slight chance today of some afternoon showers, a high of 61. Rain is likely overnight tonight, down to 42. Tomorrow, partly sunny, 51, and Sunday, sunny with a high of 42. We got Darren Chappell with us, and Doc McGill as well. Pick up your microphone. That's how it works. Look, it's all, he's very confused over here. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Good morning. Hey, so I got. I have the both, of course. Uh, Darren, we have on once a month or so just to try to class up the joint, bring up the classy curve. Uh, not so much with Doc, but nonetheless, yeah. to have both of you together, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, let's talk wreaths. I wanted to have you both on because I know you're both involved in this. We've talked about it. We've got some PSAs running on air for this. So tell us uh, what we need to know as we get into the Christmas season. Uh, I appreciate it. Big, big thing we need to know is next Saturday, not tomorrow, but the 16th at uh, Springfield National Cemetery. They're on the corner of Glenstone and Seminole. We will be hosting the wreath-laying ceremony, uh, placing Christmas wreaths on. Oh, some some we'll cover about seven thousand graves this year. That's a lot. So you and, you could use some help, and definitely yeah. need a little help doing that. Yeah, and it's you know it's not just the help, although that's greatly appreciated, but paying back a little bit of honor and respect for those individuals who dedicated themselves to the cause of liberty and freedom for our country, some of whom never came home, um, and others, their family members, they've sacrificed so much. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing to honor and remember them. It's especially a good thing to bring your kids. I, I don't think enough kids really, really appreciate uh the the history of our nation and what it took to become who and what we are today and and so bringing i i'm i'm going to try and bring my grand my oldest grandchildren uh the twins i'll probably leave at home uh they're three 
they don't need to be out there. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a, a fairly warm day, a lot warmer than last year, and uh, I think it'll be a good opportunity for us to just show some respect for people who desperately deserve it. And Darren made a great point. You know, we have Memorial Day when we when we uh, remember those who lost their lives in action. We have Veterans Day to remember all veterans uh, living and deceased. But we never have a day to honor the families. And they sacrificed every bit as much as the veterans a lot of times or more. And uh, so with the family uh, spouses being buried with a lot of the veterans out at, at National Cemetery, this is a good time to, to honor the families that supported those who, who paved the way for our freedom and liberty. Well, outside of the actual laying of wreaths on you know, each of the headstones, what, because um, I, I know there's been mention of like a ceremony, what can people expect? Yeah, we will have a, a, a brief ceremony. Uh, we could have done it a little longer this year. Last year it was 16 degrees out there, I think. Uh, this year it's going to be in the 40s, so that helps. But we will have um, a brief ceremony. We will have a piper, uh, or four pipers actually, that are piping during the whole wreath laying. The, um, the ceremony will include a 21-gun uh, salute and um, as well as taps being played. We will have ceremoniously lay a wreath or two wreaths ceremoniously. Uh, I think one of them will probably be on the, the, the headstone of William Freeman. And for those who don't know, William Freeman is the oldest veteran out there. He was a member of the uh, North Carolina militia and uh, served as George Washington scout. And he is buried here in, in the National Cemetery. So, uh, it, uh, we had hoped to have a flyover, missing wingman formation. It may still happen, but uh, it was stopped by somebody in Jeff City uh, due to the continuing resolution and not having the funding or the personnel to be able to do it. But we're still working through the Pentagon to see if we can't get that accomplished. So, uh, so again, not this Saturday, but the following. What time should people arrive? The ceremony will begin at um, 11 o'clock. Uh, we will be there at about 7 o'clock because we have to unload yeah. 7,000 wreaths out of the summer. So then after the ceremony, is that when also people can help? Yeah. And what sort of time should they expect to free up for themselves? Probably at least two to three hours. I think I was told that a few people were able to do it in three to four hours not long ago. So I think, I think we're going to be able to get them done relatively quickly this year. Just... Because we have a lot of help. Uh, last year we were done, very, you know, not not bad at all. It only took no. us about forty five minutes. Okay. But we had eighteen hundred roots. Yeah. As I was about to say, yeah. uh, we we have nearly three times as many. Okay. You know, we we a lot of people work together to try to raise money for this effort. We appreciate your support here on KSGF as well and um, so now because of that we've got so many more wreaths to lay Th there are roughly 14,000 graves out there though that we're 
working toward having all of them done. Yeah. So this is a good step forward, but we, if people want to come out and help, it'd be, I think it's good for the community. We take it for granted. Not every community has what we have with the mm-hmm. National Cemetery. Right. Yeah. And uh, the fact well, that... Well, and I imagine, I, I, I think it'd probably be almost disheartening, the percentage of people that drive by it and don't realize what it is. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, no it's, clue. it's not like you're going to have neon lights, you know, sure. in a cemetery. So, I mean, people drive by. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we have Revolutionary War veteran there, the fact that because of our history with the Civil War here at, at Wilson's Creek and everything, and, uh, you know, you have the, uh, the, the, the Union and Confederate soldiers buried out there, um, it's, and, and everywhere since. Um, it's it's a it's a place it's a it's a place of of, of seriousness and um, a place of, of, of respect for uh, those who've gone on before us. I've got grandparents there. I've got great grandparents there, and um, I, I I take it very seriously. You know, and uh, they also have uh, five Buffalo soldiers buried out there, uh, and multiple Medal of Honor recipients. But uh, I think one thing um, Darren was uh, alluding to, you know, every veteran, every veteran truly appreciates it when when somebody says thank you for your service. But for the citizens, this is a way to take thank you to your service to the next level. You know, willing to come out there and do that. And for the veterans to be surrounded by the community that they served and feel the appreciation and the love is is an important issue. So as people listen, they may miss things or a few days down the road forget things. Is there... um Facebook page or a website, what's what's a good go-to place for people who want info? Uh, go to web, uh, Reese for Warriors, F-O-R-4, ReeseForWarriors.com, okay. and they can find out most of the information, okay. get in touch with us, and or donate if they would so choose. Sounds great. Doc, great to see you. We're going to continue on with Darren Chapel here in just a couple of moments from Scramblers. This is Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Garage Experts, keep this in mind, my friends at Garage Experts, they are fantastic people. They are truly experts. There are a lot of companies out there, and you may see them pop up on social media that do the epoxy flooring, that do the customized storage. Uh, a lot of them really promote that epoxy flooring because it's something that, if when it's done right, is a massive and tremendous improvement to your flooring and your garage, your factory, your store, whatever it may be, your outdoor patio. Um, and, and it's becoming more and more popular in this part of the country. But it's it, it, the, a lot of times these companies, they've added it to the other things that they do. They're like, well, this is something that's becoming popular with people. They're seeing the value in it. So let's get in on this. The problem is at any given time when somebody hires them to do it, this may be the first time they've done it in a couple months, and half their crew's never done it. They got one guy who's done it before, and so it's on the job training constantly with a majority of folks not really doing it on a daily basis. With garage experts, this is what every single day, this is what they do. They do garages, hence garage experts. 
You can find them at KSGF.com under Nick's endorsements. Darren Chappell here. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's great to see you. It's just always. I mean, of course, you were here moments ago as well, but now it's just. I was, but Scott was taking the lead, as he should. And, uh, you know, Scott's worked hard for 20 years on these kinds of projects, and he deserves all the credit in the world. He really does. I've always wondered if when he came out of the womb, he had that deep voice. If I had Scott's voice, I could rule the Western Hemisphere. You know it. I mean, he's got that's an it's an amazing voice. He came out and they're just like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, hey, mom. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. So this is the. Um, are we in pre-file uh, time frame here? Yeah. It started December first. December first. I think, I think we've you... got four hundred bills already filed. Oh, well, good. That's good. That's Something good like news. that. Um, and as as we've learned over time, the more laws that are passed, that means good, right? You yeah. Know? We only got seven bills passed last session. And uh, normally I would say, okay, but right. some of those weren't worth a hoot. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple that needed to be passed that didn't get done right. because of the dysfunction of the Senate. Um, but we'll go back, you know, from my perspective, I cut... I cut the budget. That was why. That that was my primary, my primary objective, and I got that done. So you know that's that's okay, and I'm going to keep doing that. So I, I know we've talked about this in the past, but I want to bring it up again because I, I did see a local story, and it's that time of year people get their property taxes, and there, there was a, a story about. Well, you know, you can always challenge this. And, yeah. and I think Green County, there were eight people that did. And then if you don't get a uh, reassessment, um, then you can go to the state. And I think either two or four made it to the state. But they can also reassess it higher. Mm-hmm. So you get that gamble going for you. Like, oh, sure, come on. Oh, by the way, actually, we think your house is worth even more than it is. So you, yeah. you're, you're sort of putting yourself at risk in that. Most people just don't do it. They don't. One, it can be intimidating. You don't if it's not an industry you're accustomed to. But the thing of it is that I think it's so frustrating. Frankly, I think it's immoral and wrong. Is is the ability for government to take more money from you simply because you own property, and they can just it, it can get increased, and everyone's like, oh, nothing we can do about it. There's no one accountable. You can't vote somebody out because they are directly responsible for doing that. You and it, it's just wrong. Yeah. Now, let me just say that I think our Greene County Assessor, Brent Johnson, does a really good job. Yeah. And and, 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 he, and he's right. rational mm-hmm. and he works. You know, he I don't think he's the problem, but there are plenty of people around the state who sure. are the problem. It, it is. It, and I'm not trying to absolve people in government on the whole. That being said, though, this this way of doing it is wrong. The system is wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. And and it uh, needs to be changed. Yeah, and I tried, and I'm going to try again. Um, my bill my bill s- simply said that the amount of money that you purchased a property at, that is the value of the property. We know that because that's the price point at which the property changed hands. So there's no question. That's, that's capitalism at work. So the price point... That the property changed hands. That is the value of the property. That's the assessment, and it should not change for as long as you own that property. Simple. Now, 
the percentage of tax paid on that valuation could change if it was put on the ballot and taken to the voters and they approved it. And I'm, I've got so much pushback for this because they want they, the ethereal they of, mm-hmm. you know, governmental swamp creatures, they like the idea of being able to have those increases every well, year sure. without having to ask the voters for it. Because I guarantee you if, and you know this, if it was consistently the other way, somehow the system consistently decreased the amount of money they had coming in, they'd be the first ones to say this yeah. system is wrong and it needs to change. They'd never stand for it. No, they wouldn't ever stand for it. And see, the, the problem is... crap. <laughs> Well, it it just makes me mad. It's wrong. I know. It's immoral, not because it's, but just the whole way it's done. I mean, frankly, I I think that the idea that you have to pay the government monthly just to keep your own property, that's no different than the way the mafia used to operate, or maybe they still do, but they'd go store to store, offer you protection. Well, you don't have to pay it, but if you don't, we can't guarantee what's going to happen, and you essentially have to pay to keep your own property safe, and the government behaves the same way. We want to have a sales tax. You buy it. You pay for that sales tax, and that's it. The fact that they can randomly say, oh, well, that's a big ticket item. I guess we're going to make you pay every month. That's immoral to me, let alone, and then layer on top of it the way that it's set up with the system now to constantly increase the amount of money you have to pay. We fought a revolution over this very constantly. me. Yeah. I'm glad to get you stoked up, man. Um, yeah, so so I'm, I'm going to refile this bill. Um, and and try to have uh, try to have the discussion. There's questions as to whether or not it's going to require a constitutional amendment. I I've written it in a way that I believe could pass and be effective without uh, having a constitutional amendment. Simply because the Constitution shouldn't be altered for things like this. We should do it legislatively. Uh, I've worked with Brent Johnson and others who are assessors to try to make this reasonable. Uh, But my my bill would keep seniors, veterans from being taxed out of their homes. My bill recognizes that we in this country do not tax unrealized gains in any facet except for a property. Uh, My bill would end gentrification problems. You know, so you live in a big city, you've got a small house, it's not worth very much money as a property, and then, you know, Cabela's, Cabela's opens up next door right. and it raises the property value of everything, and now you can't afford to live in your home. That's done, you know, uh, it, and, and it keeps your assessed values the same so that if a school district or if a city or a county, if they want to have an increase in property taxes, they now have to go to the right. people. And that's honest and that's open and transparent. And and there's just a lot of people who hate that. Well, yeah. And just so people understand, I mean, one, uh, once again, Republicans, oh, lower taxes. Well, they run everything supermajority, yet here we are with this sort well, of scenario. Well, we kind of do. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm being yeah. facetious. 
but in addition to that, what happens is if there is any momentum on this, and it looks like it's going to happen, you get all of these local <laughs> municipalities that call up. There's the the reps, or like for example, I'm sure one of the first things the city of Springfield will do is that six-figure guy that they hired to go up there to Jeff City to lobby. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah that 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 people in those positions will get up there and tell you, no, you can't do this. Well, I, because of the revenue flow, it's money. I and and for a lot of people, that's the case. I, and I I, I kind of get a kick out of when they say, "No, you can't do this," because my attitude is, "Well, you need to sit back and watch," because that's exactly well, what I'm going to do. Y- yeah, you will, but the, a lot of people, uh, the will majority care. of Republicans, will not. I believe. But the thing is, and I'm going to keep introducing this bill or some version thereof every year that I'm up there, because I'm making them have the debate. I want them to stand up and defend this backroom mentality that we have where people can arbitrarily come and appraise your property and say, okay, now you owe us more money because we say it's worth X. My mother's property went up 13% this year. But she can appeal it. Well, yeah, and that's true. By the way, my bill... The same process is there in reverse. If they think your property is worth more, oh, yeah. than what, they can appeal it now. Let's put it back on them. Yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. This, this. Well, I this, still, this, like I said, you shouldn't have to pay it annually anyway. I don't disagree, but I want to. I want to at least stop <laughs> well, I, the bleeding. No, I appreciate right? it 100. percent I'm, I'm with you, and, and it's greatly appreciated. Oh, and no, I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying no, I know. it's a baby steps yeah, kind of thing. No, I, you're right. Because people, you know, we've always done it that way mm-hmm. is the worst reason to keep doing anything. Darren Chapel, everyone, thank you. It's always a great pleasure. Have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right, Springfield's Talk 1041 live from Scram- Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. People don't know it. Yeah. Springfield's Talk 1041. My name is Dick Reed. Live at Scramblers. Do want to thank uh, Darren Chappell uh, again. We're going to have Tom March joining us here in a couple of moments. We have Santa's Angels trees out. Please, please, please uh, visit ksgf.com. We need to get these kids adopted. Um, yesterday, we, we talked about this, and there were quite a few still left on those trees. Hopefully... Uh, yeah, last check, and um, you know, as I said, there were some, but since then, hopefully, they've all been adopted. But we want to go into Friday or end of business today, if you will, business closing time with all those kids adopted, so that come Monday, we have all of them flowing back to the station. And uh, your help is is what makes that happen. Santa's Angels at KSGF.com. News in 60 seconds. It's the Friday Roadshow from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed.